0: Welcome to the Coffee Sips Tea Podcast. I'm your host for today, Call Me Coffee, and you are at the Coffee House. We are at day five of our happily single devotional series. It was such a blast recording this, and there is no guest speaker for tonight. It is just your host, me. All right, see you after these messages. Brought to you by Instacart. Now you can get free delivery when you use the link in my description. Must spend a minimum of at least $35. This epi was brought to you by eBay. Now is your last chance to get 20% off select merch from Adidas. Use coupon code PLAYADIDAS or click on the link in my description to save 20% off select goods from Adidas on the eBay website. Certain terms and conditions do apply. Now back to the Coffee Sips Tea Show. This is so good because we are releasing this devotional series during Women's history month or at least we're recording it during this time and so we don't have any guest speakers for tonight so it's just gonna be me all day and um you know I'm just thinking about how it's interesting see this is the thing you know I'm living this I'm living that single life for real and sometimes you have to know how to do things alone Okay, you have to know how to do more with less resources. You're not always going to be connected. You get a lot of attacks. You're super vulnerable. And so, you know, just for the people out there that have families and they have spouses and they have children, please don't forget the single people. Um, you see, <clears throat> there was this woman in the, in the Bible I think she was a widow. And um, she was saying to... Was it Elijah or Elisha? She said, my husband was devout to you. And then he passed away. And now these creditors are coming saying that I owe debt. You know, what am I supposed to do, basically? And I I believe it was Elisha told her to... Get all the jars in your house and fill them with oil. And, um, <laughs> and, um, she did. She listened to what he said. She filled everything with oil. And then she said, okay, and now what? And then he said to her, ah. Uh, Go in and sell those jars and then pay all your debts off. So that was really beautiful uh, for her to be taken care of, her and her sons, you know. And she did that on faith. And so, as a single lady, you have to have a whole lot of faith because. Things are not everybody have that commitment. Some of us have stronger commitment than others. Some of us have stronger faith than others. Some of us recognize the attacks for what it is, like a distraction, um, from your purpose, a demotivation from getting the word out. And things like that, they trigger me. Like if I notice I'm being taken off course from my interest in God. It makes me a little suspect. Like, okay, what is going on here? Like, serving God is a good thing. That's a noble thing. That's a virtuous thing. And um, just coming back to being virtuous. You know, like the Proverbs 31 woman. um, That's something that we should all be striving to be as single women. Not just... Thinking about being a high-value woman or high-maintenance woman. But being a high-virtue woman. You know, the promised 31 woman, she considered a feel. And then she would purchase it. Um, She would give to the poor. Her household never wanted for anything. People listened to what she said. You know, any advice that she gave. Um, She also was a married woman. Uh, And somebody who also had virtue uh, was the woman who had the issue of blood, right? So for 12 years, she was suffering. Uh, If you go to, I believe it's Matthew chapter 9. She suffered for 12 years. She spent all her money. No doctors could help her. No one... Could do anything for her, and so she was like a major outcast because she's considered unclean. No, she can't touch anyone, and so she said in her heart in Matthew 9. Um, let me see if I could get the verse. I believe it was Matthew and I. I don't know if I can even, I'm tied up in this phone call. Okay, Asha said, she's sorry. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, all these distractions, B. What's good? The devil was very busy this week, wasn't he? You know what I'm saying? Wasn't Matthew now, y'all? Come on, lovely lattes, help me out. Ooh, Father God, help me read my Bible more. All right. We gonna try... Okay, so, like, while I'm pulling up that, that scripture, uh, let's see, while I'm pulling up that scripture, what do you lovely lattes think about that, Um, you know, that's a major buzzword right now, about being high-value woman, basically, you're someone who thinks really highly of yourself and so that you can attract a high-value man. Um, A high-value man is someone who's, like, making six figures or more. And he has many options. So, like, what are you bringing to the table? Like, why should he choose you? And so if you're considering yourself to be a high-value woman, um, basically you're putting yourself into like a higher income bracket. You're making yourself have all these um, clothes and all these shoes and very materialistic to me. So that just had me thinking like I understand the concept of wanting to be a high value woman and trying to attract someone that's more higher value And it's putting value on things that don't matter. Um, Material things are of nothing. But when you're a woman of virtue, you're thinking about the needs of others. You're not just thinking about what you can get for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I hope that made a lot of sense. I don't know why I can't find that verse. I'm still looking, y'all. The devil is too busy for me, okay? Well, I want to tell you this whole week, nothing but attacks. And those kind of things just make me pay attention a little closer because I'm like, okay, that's a good thing to be given the word of God. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing for young people to say, okay, let me sit here and get processed. By him, there's nothing wrong with having faith, so you have to understand we are in a spiritual battle here, and you have to put on the full armor of God. you have to have the truth of um the the belt buckle of truth, you have to have on the breastplate of righteousness, you have to have the shield of faith, you have to have the helmet of salvation. You have to have your feet shod with the ga- the gospel. You have to have the sword of the spirit. Um, that is the word of God. Because attacks is real. If I say in my heart of hearts, you know what, I want to live my life in devotion to God, and I don't want to do anything that will take me off that track. You have to understand. The devil be listening to people's prayers, too. And the devil will be like, aha. So this woman wants to be in total devotion to God. I'm going to go ahead and send things against her. You know, Job went through stuff like that. He was a man who was righteous, who extrude evil. He not only prayed for himself, but he prayed on behalf of other people, lest they should blaspheme in their heart against God for their, for his own kids. And when God was having a meeting with the angels, you know, I'm kinda of going off track here. Um the devil came in and snuck his way into the meeting when he was talking with the angels. And God was like, Where did you come from? And he said from roaming to and fro in the earth and walking up and down in it. And God said, hey, you consider my servant joke. And the devil said, yeah, but you put a hedge of protection around him and you bless all the works of his hands that I'm not able to come against him because of the hedge of protection you placed around him. And he said, but if you take away his way to give wealth... If you allow him to go through some suffering, I bet you he'll curse you to your face. And and Father God said, very well, I'm going to allow you to do this. But on his very life, you shall not touch his head. You cannot touch him on his life. And so that's the thing here. The adversary who we call the devil... He can't just come up to us and attack us all willy-nilly. He can't do stuff to us. He has to actually go and get permission from a higher power who we serve. He has to go to the Most High and say, Can I come against this man? Can I come against this young woman? Because they are a threat to the kingdom of darkness. If their testimony gets out... People is going to get delivered. If people hear that word on their life. If people know that by the name of Jesus. That you can be healed. Do you hear what I'm saying? Joe was a man that was well respected in the community. People listened to what he had to say. And his wife is the one who is advising him. To go ahead and curse God and die. And Job said, don't talk like that. You're talking like a foolish person because Job know, even though I don't understand what I'm going through right now, I'm going to go ahead and still give God the worship. I'm not going to sit here and worry. I'm not going to sit here and complain and be depressed, but I'm going to enter into worship. Because that's the thing the devil don't understand is why we keep praising this God. Why we keep calling on the name of Jesus. Glory, I ain't come up here to preach. But sometimes, sometimes when you being single, you got to come away from some people. You got to come away from your friends. You got to come away from your boyfriend. You got to go in your prayer closet. You got to come away from your neighbors. You got to come away from your government. You got to go in the mountains sometimes and meditate. Sometimes you got to come up before God by yourself and make a petition onto him. Because ain't nobody don't understand your praise because they don't understand what you've been through. They don't understand you lost your house. They don't understand that you was under sickness. They don't understand that you lost all 10 of your children. They don't understand that you became a stench of people's nostrils around you. They don't understand that people isolated you and rejected you. That your own friends was blaming you for what you went through. I know somebody out there been through some things. If you were single and you said, God, I don't want a man. I want to live my life in undivided Devotion to you, as it says in First Corinthians 7 34. You see, now if I'm married and I had kids, I couldn't do half the things that I did. I couldn't sit here and work with people and coach them and bring some clarity into their lives. I couldn't be available when somebody need me to go down to the the shelter and help these women who is homeless. I couldn't do things like that. I couldn't be here to help out people in the community who wanted to start their own business and they just needed, you know, they just needed someone to spotlight them. I couldn't be there to give somebody a word in passing. Undivided devotion to God. You understand? If, if somebody is telling people about how to be happily single, I want to hear from someone who is really going through it. I don't want to hear from someone who have connects and have a bunch of followers on Book of Faces, as we call it on this show. I don't want to hear from that person. I don't want to hear from someone who have a bunch of friends. I don't want to hear from someone who's popular. I don't want to hear from someone who's wealthy. I want to hear from someone who's really going through it. Because if you're really going through some things, I can believe you. Because why... Would the devil mess with you if you don't have an anointing over your life? Why would he come for you? Amen. And and so this is stuff and I'm getting real, very real right now. Because this has been a very terrible week. This has been an awful week. And when I tell you at work <laughs> the other day, I think I mentioned this in the other epi. Um, the door just opened at work for no reason. It just opened. <laughs> and I'm looking like, is there somebody there? And then yeah, and then my boss today tells me that she's like She's really sick, and she's going to be out. And I'm like, what is going on? And I was just rebuking the the devil. I was like, Father God, rebuke him right now because he is out of order. And and so that's the thing. You got to have that faith that Job had. He's like, listen, I don't know what's going on. But naked I came into this well, and naked I leave out there, thither. The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. But blessed be the name of the Lord. And so, let's go to another woman who has faith. Okay? And um, as it says in Matthew 9, so I had the right chapter, but I couldn't pick up the verse for some reason. It says, just then, a woman who had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding, she came up behind him and she touched the fringe of his robe, or she touched the hem of his garment. For she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe i will be healed she thought that in her heart and jesus turned and saw her and he said your faith has has healed you because in that moment she was healed from all her suffering isn't that beautiful and he said, I remember um, the part where he's like, well, who touched me? And the disciples were saying, all these people around you, surrounding you, and you're asking us who touched you? Because he felt virtue go out of his body. He felt power leave his body. And um, the woman was immediately healed. So could she have possibly been empowered to heal, to heal other people, you know, maybe she was blessed in a way that other people weren't, and um, I think that's amazing if she was able to go out there and share her testimony and also heal other people, because usually people who go through certain things, they are specifically anointed to help other people with those same things. Um yeah, so I and you can also read about this at Mark five twenty-eight and I believe Luke eight forty four. Okay, um I don't wanna say too much more on this epi, because I got very <laughs> I got so emotional. Um but it was needed. Because it's like I I don't know what it is. I'm just so interested in Jesus. Um, I'm just so interested in being part of the kingdom and advancing the kingdom, you know. And this is such a thing that's just been on my heart. And you know, I was even being attacked myself. I was just attacked. Like, oh, you know what? I should just pull this series, and I shouldn't even do it. And, and like, look at all this stuff that's happening. And it's like, no, this is something that people need to hear. Whether, no matter how I feel inside, somebody out there is going to hear this, and they'll be able to relate. Because we don't have a whole lot of support system for... um people who are single specifically women and you could be divorced you could be a widow you could um be in a relationship but you're going through things because you're not quite married and that means you're still single okay and um yeah we also need to make our request known to God as it says in Philippians 4 verse 6 and he will supply all our needs according to his riches and glory in heaven that's philippians four, nineteen, and god is able to do immeasurably abundantly more than we can ever ask or think that's ephesians 3 um, 20 and you know another an example of someone who is more of a high value woman um was delilah in judges 16 verse 4 let's go there real quick let me see if I could pull that up. Judges 16. And this is something that Samson he had a problem with. Like obviously this was his vice, was women. And, you know, the the um Philistines, they had a major problem with him. And you know, this you know, he fell in love with a Philistine woman living in the valley of Sorek, and her name was Delilah. And so the five lords, the governors of the Philistines, they came to her and they said to her, persuade him and see where his great strength lies and find out how we may overpower him so that we may bind him to subdue him. And each of us will give you eleven hundred pieces of silver. So you can see, I mean, she's going to get fifty five hundred pieces of silver to mess with her boyfriend. This is a high value woman. She is just trying to secure the bag. That is it. She is not gonna get emotionally attached to you or emotionally invested. And so she attracted this man, Samson, and who knows how she did this. But like she just kept trying to go after his secrets, like, yo, tell me where your great strength lies, how you can be bound and subdued. Like, some of us ladies, we need to be careful, too. If somebody is trying to attach to us to find out our secrets so that they can know how to have us be subdued, make us lose our our strength, make us lose our virtue, make us lose our power, make us lose our vision, you understand? Some of us have a lot of creative ideas. Some of us have a lot of things we wanna do, but we're being distracted, we're being redirected. And God can still do something with us, but he could do even more with, with us if we have our vision intact. He could do even more with us if we're healthy. You understand? He could do even more with us if we have our five senses and they're working and functioning properly. Amen. And so, Delilah, she was smart. She knew Samson wasn't going to tell her all his business right off the bat. So, she worked on him. This is supposed to be his girlfriend. They living together apparently. You know, they're cohabitating. This is a high value woman. And you know, she finally she kept to him and she said, "If you really love me, you know, you will tell me. You will tell me truthfully with how you can be bound. You know, if you really really loved me she would pressure him day after day with her words and pleaded with him until he was annoyed by her and that was in verse 16 um she she got him you know and finally he told her everything that was in his heart and he and he told her the secret to his strength. He said a razor has never been used on my head. For I have been a Nazarite to God. From my mother's womb. If I am shaved. Then my strength will leave me. And I will become weak. And be like any other man. And that's what she called for the Lord. That's what she called for the Lord. She just kept working on him. Working on it. And now a virtuous woman. Is somebody like that. Woman with the issue of blood. The, a virtuous woman is someone like Proverbs 31 woman. So the woman with the issue of blood, you know, some people call her Veronica, right? So do we have any Veronicas out here that have some issues? We all got some issues. Some of us have reproductive issues, right? Some of us have fibroids. Some of us have cysts. Some of us have miscarriages. But if we can only reach out and have faith. And touch the hem of of Jesus' garments. We come to him so that we are empowered, we are encouraged, and we are equipped to do the work of God. We can discover our purpose and our spiritual gifts, okay? If we um, come to, to God, he'll let us know through the Holy Spirit. As it says in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 11 and we also want to form healthy attachments we want to attract the right kind of divine connections that will cover our sins with love because love covers a multitude of sins right also love has to do with complete acceptance and not with fear Um, there is no fear in love right because Fear has to do with punishment. And if you know that God loves you, then you don't have to fear going to the lake of fire. Because you know that he loves you so much. And because he loves us, we love him. Because he loved us first, as it says in first John four nineteen. And greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. As it says in First John four verse four. So what is it that we are looking for, you guys? What are we dealing with? Do we need deliverance while we're fighting the flesh? Do we need to crucify our flesh as it says in Galatians 5.24? With all of his passions and his desires. Do we need forgiveness? Like the sinful woman who is at the feet of Jesus anointing him. Uh, I don't know if I have a scripture for that. lovely lattes, get at me. (laughs) If you know that one. Or do we need healing, right? Do we need to pay off our debt like the widow and, and Elijah? Do we need to pay off that? What is it that we need? Come to God. Come to that throne so that Father God can say, you know what? Through Jesus, it was your faith that healed you. Thank you for making that petition and request. And once we make that request to God make by petition, by supplication, then we can have thanksgiving knowing that God already answered our prayer. He will not withhold any good thing from us. Amen. And then we will be granted peace the peace of god that transcends all understanding will be ours um i just want to give a quick shout out to the four virgin daughters in acts 21 verse 9 they were single hey single ladies amen they were um prophetesses um is that a word okay also in luke 236 Anna the prophetess, she prayed day and night. She worshiped God, she prayed and fasted, and she told all who would listen about Jesus, how they can receive deliverance, how they can receive redemption. She she was just telling about the Messiah, about his birth. She was only married for seven years, y'all, and her husband passed away, and then she was a widow. (laughs) From that point on. So we're talking about somebody who could have been around 20 or 21. Being a widow either for 84 years or being a widow up until she was 84. We don't really know. We just know she was very old. She never got married ever again. And she devoted her entire life to worshiping God. And telling people while she was either in the temple or just outside the temple gate. She told people as they came by about Jesus. This was her testimony. So are y'all ready to go there? Oh yeah. And that sinful woman that was anointing the feet of Jesus, you could, um, check him out in Luke seven, I believe it's 48. Let's see if we can go there real quickly. If anything, I'm happy that I'm being consistent. I don't want anything to sidetrack me from my God. And you know, I'm prepared. I'm doing the work myself. I would not be up on here doing this show if, if it wasn't something that I'm really doing. I don't want to be a hypocrite. You know? And also, let's say this. Like, you know, sometimes we mess up. Sometimes we do things we don't want to do because we're all fallen people, right? So I... I want my lovely listeners, lovely lattes out here. I want y'all to understand, like, if y'all make a mistake from henceforth on, it is okay. Like, God understands, okay? As long as you're not intentionally doing this, God wants to be able to forgive us. He wants us to be reconciled to him, okay? So in that ministry of reconciliation, we are repentant on the daily, turning back, to God, to have a right relationship with him. This is why Jesus died, because our flesh cannot fulfill the law. We cannot fulfill the requirements and the holy standards of God because of that battle within our flesh. But what we can do is we can receive the forgiveness of God and know that his love is unconditional that's what we can do we can receive the mercy of god it is undeserved favor that's what it is it's undeserved it is doesn't rely on our performance it doesn't rely on our ethics. It doesn't rely on our intellect. It doesn't rely on our abilities or our attractiveness or our beauty or all of these things are vanity to God. He did that thing for us because there was nothing that we could do. Okay, All the sacrifices that they were making in the desert, it was pointing to The ultimate final sacrifice that Jesus was going to make. This was all a foreshadowing of the crucifixion that was going to come. You have to remember, you guys, God is a very mysterious God. We don't know what he is up to. But he always up to something, but we don't know his plans. We don't know or understand his thought process. It's like with our parents, our parents never told us every single thing that was going on in the house. There was just some things that our parents did not discuss with us. But as their children, if they were good caregivers, we knew that we could trust our parents. We knew that they had, we knew that they had our, um, they had our thing at heart. They knew We knew that we could depend on them if they were good caregivers, right? And so that's how it is with God. He is our ultimate provider. He is the one that gives us that protection and covering. So we are the ones that we come to him accepting of his undeserved mercy and favor and love it is completely undeserved what we really deserve is death every single one of us we do because of how sinful our nature is how sinful our thought process is every inclination that we have on the daily no matter how good we think we are all of our inclinations always led to do evil that is just the way our natural body is we cannot think the way God does his thought process is too pure to the point that if we were to go into the presence of God we would die we would literally die because father God is a consuming fire his very nature It's just holiness. It's just full of fire and light. It's too wonderful for our minds to understand. We don't understand that kind of love. That we don't have to work for it. That there's nothing we could do to to have to get it. God gave us this love Freely by making this sacrifice for us, by being the savior for us. That's the most beautiful thing that our minds can't really conceive when we're operating naturally. Remember, our natural bodies, they're hostile towards God. It cannot submit to the ways of God, nor does our body really want to, as it says in Romans 7. But so now you have this woman coming to God. Let me just see if I can pull this up. 748. So she comes up to, to Jesus. She finds out that Jesus is at this, this man's house. And she, she's on a mission, right? So she goes over to the house. And she comes in. And she has this anointing oil that she spent her money on, a very expensive alabaster jar of the most expensive oil that smells so good, right? And she goes up to Jesus and she begins weeping. She's in the presence of the son of the living God and she begins crying so hard and so long that she begins to wet his feet with her tears and she takes her hair and she wipes his feet. She dries them off with her hair and out of reverence for Jesus. This is the only way she knows how to worship Jesus is with her body with her sensuality, right? This is all she knows because all she does is throw herself at men. But Jesus is the only man that could really fill that void for her. And so she kisses his feet, which is an act of love. It's an act of complete submission. And it's an act of sensuality. And Jesus allows her to worship him in this way. You know, very affectionately. Can you imagine? This woman is just throwing herself at him, right? And then she's anointing his feet with this expensive anointing oil. So now, the person who invited Jesus, he says in his heart, he says, if this man knew what manner of woman this was and who this woman was, how immoral this woman was, how unclean she was. <laughs> if he really knew, then you, you knew that he would be a prophet. If he, if he really was a prophet, he would know. And he wouldn't have her touching him basically. And then Jesus gave this parable. He said there was this man. Who owed 500 denarii. And there was another one that owed 50. But the person who who granted them that debt. The person who they were repaying. He freely forgave them both. And so. He says to Simon, he said, so which one do you think is going to love the lender more? And he says, I suppose the one who he forgave more. And Jesus said, you have decided correctly. And so then he turned to the woman and he said, do you see this woman? You haven't given me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears. She wiped her hair. She wiped my feet with her hair. You didn't even welcome me into your home. But she, from the moment I came in, she hasn't stopped to stop kissing my feet. You didn't even anoint my head with oil. You don't understand. But she anointed my feet with this costly perfume. You don't understand. When you went to somebody's house back in those days, the first thing you did was you offer them water. So that they could wash their feet. You offer them water so they could wash their hands. And then you, you hug them and you kiss them affectionately. You give them some anointing oil. And then you, you gave them food. You gave them hospitality. And so Jesus came to this Pharisee house. Because everybody wanted a piece of Jesus back then. During this time of ministry. But this Pharisee didn't. He didn't offer, him Jesus, offer Jesus anything. But this woman knew who Jesus was. She knew this is the Messiah. She needed to get close to him. Even in her broken state. And Jesus said in verse 47. Therefore I say to you. Her sins which are many are forgiven. For she loved much. But he who is forgiven little. Loves little. You know, a lot of us women, we have big hearts. We love deeply, you know, some of us women. And so we try to protect our hearts from some of these relationships. And we try to put all these guards up. And sometimes there's these, some guys are so good. They can get past our defensive They say the right thing And they do the right thing And they do this trick And they, they do this little thing And some guys they do the pickup artist thing And they, they do this thing called nagging And they sit down And some of them discuss with each other How to get at that, that woman How to get her up And basically they don't know Why they think like that Why they're doing that And some women they fall for it they're like well maybe this guy is different Maybe this guy really loves me And so they're falling in love over and over and over again. Again, their heart broken again. And they're giving out their bodies to all these different men. And they're giving out bits and pieces of their heart. And so what ends up happening is when you finally meet your husband, there's nothing left to give. And that's what the enemy wants. The enemy wants some of us women to be constantly heartbroken. Constantly in a state of depression, constantly listening to these sad R&B songs and crying ourselves to sleep. Some Come on, y'all. Y'all know some of these R&B songs is depressing. Y'all know that. Be real. (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm really emotional, but I'm hoping that this helps someone. I may not even put this epi up, which means it's going up. Because if I'm afraid to do it, that means it needs to go up. Um, And so just to recap, we talked about in the first um, day about the preparation that a single lady must go through. Uh, We also talked about the instruction that a woman must receive we also know that she needs to have a time of reflection to self-reflect on where she was where she is now where she is going meditating on that word she also needs to go through a time of purification remember Esther did not come before the king for at least 12 months She was being purified with beauty treatments. They was giving her deep tissue massages, y'all. Just picture that. Getting all those impurities out. Remember, I reached out to some of the people in the group and they said they had to get a detox. To break some of these soul ties. Some of us do need some spiritual cleansing. Some of us do need some spiritual detoxing, y'all. And that was probably, probably the best epi out of um, this whole devotional series. And now we're talking about having a time of petition, being on that mission for God in total submission and devotion to Him. Waiting for His divine. Direction. He will bring you alignment in your life. You will see synchronicity. Like today, I was thinking to my heart, uh, God loved us first, and that is why we love him. He wrote this life and love affirming book. This is a love letter to the world. And then somebody walked into my job. I kid you not, y'all somebody walked into my job and they had on a shirt that says he loved us first and this is why we love him and I said what <laughs> I said, like, God you messing with me God you messing with me I'm like okay this is confirming that I'm on the right track and I was searching for a word I was like what should I say this this is a time of what is what is this a time of? And this morning, um, during prayer, somebody just gave a word. They was like, You all, I want you to have this word, Philippians 4, verse 6 through 8. Father God, work like that sometimes, sometimes things just line up perfectly, you know, and you just be sitting there like, My God. Is your flesh don't understand, but your spirit gets it. Because your spirit is connected to God. Every one of us is connected to God. It depends on who is listening. You understand? And he gives us all according to the measure of faith that he wants us to have. You know, some of us he designed for this purpose. Some of us he designed um designed for a different purpose. As it says in Romans 9 16, he said, I will harden whom I will harden, and I will grant mercy to whom I will give mercy to. That's how he is. Some of us he wants to be believers. He wants us to be on fire for the kingdom. Some of us he wants us to be like eh. Meh. I'm not really I'm not feeling this. This is not my thing. It's, it's God who gives us that motivation to obey us. Amen. As it says in Philippians 2.13. To do his good work and his His pleasure to be pleasing to him. So, you know, we can't really say why. You know, Job, so he was wondering, just going back to that. You know, if people thought it was something bad, he must have did. And that he should just go and ask for forgiveness. Why don't you ask for forgiveness for what you, you did? And Job said to his friends, he said, don't he slay me. And Job 15 verse 13, he says, don't God slay me. He said, I will. He said, I will maintain my own own ways before him i will maintain my integrity before him and and father god was silent for most of this of this book for most of it he said not one word and sometimes it will come like that it will come with silence where god will not respond to the situation because you have to understand he is sovereign he is not a human being And he's holy. And he don't have to bring himself up to our level. Amen. We need to bring ourselves up to his level. And we could barely do that. (laughs) We could barely get that part right. And so sometimes it's silence. Amen. And so when God finally answered Job, he said, Who is this that? darkens their counsel who is this that has darkened counsel something like that and basically god was like y'all all all wrong and y'all need to go to job and ask him to pray for you because he's the only one that's anointed here who is this that darkened their counsel against me some of us we can't speak on things that we don't understand you know So, I mean, if you are single, good on you for being single. Let's pray that you can um, continue on in this journey and fortify and strengthen your connections and the support you have. Make sure you have good support. You see, Esther, God blessed her with undeserved favor. And so her as somebody coming in, Somebody knew who was unknown. She was blessed with seven women to attend to her. None of the other women received that special attention. No one else, it was only Esther. Because she she was very smart in in how she handled the situation. She exercised complete wisdom, humility, and obedience in the situation. So that's what we have to do. Okay, so, single ladies, are you ready for the next step? The next step, if you've listened this far. If you are serious about going further, you can connect with me. (laughs) You don't have to connect with me. You can also connect with a pastor in your community. You can connect with some mentor. Find a woman who can give you wise counsel. Find someone that can validate you and affirm the journey that you're going on. Someone that will not be negative and call you out your name. Somebody who can encourage you and where you are in your life now. Um, I am naturally like that. So if you wanna connect with me, you can. Everybody who has connected with me, they have had amazing changes in their life. That is not me. That is God. I cannot do any of those things by myself. I can't even barely speak by myself. Um, I'm just looking at this in here. Yes. Romans 9.16, it does not therefore depend on human desire or effort, but on God's mercy. Okay, let's get it up off of here. So you can email me at sessions 12 at gmail.com. Shout out to Brianna. I I did get your email, girl. We definitely can talk or or connect. Y'all, Brianna is a young up and coming poet, y'all. I'm hoping that if she does come on the show, you can hear some of her poetry. Otherwise, I'll let you know how you can connect with her. And we're thinking of also doing another panel discussion on this. Like, a lot of women, they're not playing around. They want to know how they can heal for real, for real, how they can get all the way saved and delivered. Father God is downloading into a lot of young women these situationships. These dead-end relationships, they are no more. Let me tell you something. Young ladies, (laughs) God is not going to suffer you to be around these men that's not going to put a ring on your finger no more. I'm speaking it. If he's not putting a ring on your hand, God is not going to suffer y'all to be in these dead-end relationships. These Delilah spirits and these Jezebel spirits, they got to go. We are the remnant and Father God needs everything that we do to advance his kingdom. So all of these dead-end relationships that do not serve a purpose for the kingdom, for advancing, for building up. For giving impartation to the body of Christ. They are going to drop off. They are going to be severed. God is not going to be mocked. He's not going to be mocked. He sat us down in this pandemic. Okay. In 2020. That was a time of rest. We moved on now to 2021. We still, a lot of us still in our houses. Without work. Unless we're considered essential okay this is a great refresh next year is going to be a year of recovery okay so if if y'all don't understand that God is not playing with us no more if you don't understand that he can bring this entire earth to his knees and he already has as a warning everything that y'all have to do now it needs to honor our creator he is giving us a chance. He is being very merciful and gracious to us. Remember, we don't deserve this grace period. But he is giving it to us. If it's been over 2,000 years, good. Y'all don't know when this whole thing can end. It could happen tomorrow. It can happen in a couple years. It could happen a thousand years from now. But y'all have to live like it's happening right now. Y'all always got to be at the ready. Because remember, the enemy is already defeated. He know where he going. He know he going into the lake of fire. That's not what he concerned about. He's concerned about deceiving as many people to go with him. Which no human being have no business going into the lake of fire. That was never a place meant for people. You understand? But that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Come on, lovely lattes. We spilled all the tea on this show, y'all. All right. So as we always say on the show, you guys. See you next time on the flip hair side. (laughs) Bye. And we is out.